boil water with a cinnamon stick and like either lemon, like I, I squeeze the lemon in the bottom of the cup and then I put the that honey ginger thing in the bottom of the cup. And then there's two lemon pieces that I squeeze out. I put them in the water to boil with cinnamon sticks and I let that shit boil to hell. And then I put it all together and there you go. It's sexy time. Shit, like a twenty dollar drink right there. You mentioned, bro. Yeah, twenty five. We twenty twenty. Yeah, lemon, lemon. lemons ain't yeah. lemons Three ain't cheap. You over here? You over, where? Three for a dollar at the market by my house. When you such What's a liar. Last time you got lemons, bro. I just got lemons. Like <laughs> sure, lemons ain't no three for a dollar, yo. I'm gonna send a picture to you guys. You can't get cheap. nothing for a dollar. Three for they, a dollar. They, they a dollar seventy nine each. This ain't no dollar store, bro. Nah, I'm telling you, three for a dollar, yo. Three for a dollar or three for ninety nine cent. Three for a dollar. Three for one dollar. Oh, I don't I'm even... not picking up, but you putting down, yo. I'm looking it up right now. Are they like this big? Are they regular size lemons, yo. You sure they're not canepas, bro? Canepas <laughs> <laughs> the Spanish limes. Yo, Amazon got it for 79 cents for one lemon, yo. You talking about three for a dollar? Bro, I'm telling you. By my house, at the farmer's market, the lemons are three for a dollar, yo. Why would, why would I lie farm, about that? You said the farmer's market? Well, that's what they call it, but it's not a farmer's market. It's like the... It's not really a farmer's Is that right there, like, where the big old spot is? And not yeah. yeah. Well, if it says farmer's market, it's a farmer's market, bro. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they can't say farmer's market and just be, like, a regular store, bro. You can't why just... Not? That's not how it works, bro. Why you... But you got to get into the farmer's market union that. to be able to say you're a farmer's market? I, I, I don't... I don't... I'm not understanding what... The, you can name whatever the fuck you want, whatever you want. We can call this, think you, this podcast the farmer's market if we want I don't it. think you yeah. can. I think I think you can. I definitely think you can. Stop spreading fallacies, Mikey. Anyway, they're three for a dollar, bro. That's it. We're not gonna we're not gonna keep doing this, yo. Three for a dollar for fucking limes. Lemons. Limes and lemons, three for a dollar. So suck it up, buttercup. You need limes? Let me know. I'm your guy. I'm the plug. I got you. Three for a dollar. I'm your plug, three for a dollar. Niggas got garbage around here. Word up, word up. <laughs> a farmer's market is a place where farmers come together to sell produce directly to customers, usually Thanks. off the back of their trucks. Thanks. So you I can't never, just I never call it no... a farmer's market if you ain't working with farms. I ain't never seen no fucking farmer there selling shit out the back of his truck, bro. Where do you think all the produce comes from? I don't know, but I'll tell you right now. A it physical is, it retail marketplace intended to sell foods directly by farmers to consumers. That's why the fruit and vegetables at a farmer's market tends to be a little bit cheaper because it's coming right from the farmers. But it Hence only, la- name, it only lasts like... Market. The, okay, the one by my house... And that will put the, the, to food, the, three, the food lasts like two, three days, okay? They're buying expired shit that people are getting rid of. They're not getting it from farmers, okay? The limes that Maybe I get, if I don't eat them in three days, they done. It's almost they like the Edelman store. It's almost like the Edelman store where they sold the, oh. the stuff that's about to go out. Basically, the that's what special. It, that's, Look that's at what this. It, yeah. There's a farmer's market correlation. What is a farmer's market? What will I find at a farmer's market? How do farmer markets determine what they carry? I'm going to go in and smack the farmer's market out of you. <laughs> Fuck you and your farmer's market, okay? The farmer's market by my house is not a real farmer's market, okay? It's... Okay, they're not, they're not real. Locally grown <laughs> produce sold at the farmer's market is made available at the peak <laughs> of freshness. So they're getting it. They're not getting it like a supermarket where the supermarket's getting that shit like when they so have... So why my shit only lasts like two, three days? Because it's at the peak, the peak of, of freshness. freshness. When it's You're not getting beautiful. it pre-ripened. You're getting it when it's ready to be eaten. Is that a word? 
pre-ripened? Is that a word? It's like yeah. the green bananas. It's like you get the bananas and they're green, and then you let them chill for a minute at the crib, and then they get the yellow. You're like, all right, now we can eat them. I'm just saying, man, you can't just You're call a farmer's market right because it's a farm. Because uh, because I, I I I find it very hard to believe that you can just name something, whatever the hell you want to name it, especially when there's a coalition that that's out here. It's America, bro. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Okay, nah, you do whatever you want to do. That's really not how it works. That's that's like. What I'm looking for, false mm-hmm. advertisement, man. It's not right. false advertisement because they're getting it from the farmers market. They're getting it from other farmers markets to sell it in their farmers market. Then they then then out of farmers market. It's a farmers market market. Farmers market market. That's what it is. Look, at the end of the day, the farm market has fucking limes and lemons, three for a dollar. Okay, <laughs> we spent 30 minutes on this shit. We're not gonna keep doing this. Okay, put the phone down, walk away. Walk, walk away, away from the light, Mikey. Walk away. Walk away from the light. <laughs> don't go, down that, ra- don't go down that rabbit hole, okay? There's a whole section about fraud. Look at that. Fraud. This farmer is the same thing with fraud. organic. Farmer, farmer market fraud. fraud. Yeah. Let's, let's throw it. Let's throw so, it. Let's so basically it. what you're telling me is that they can't have a farmer market called the farmer's market. There's not a farmer's market to the point where they have to talk about the fact that that farmer's market is not a farmer's market and they have fraud in the thing in it. They ain't going to be around market. for years and years and years and years if they're doing fraud, bro. Really? Really? They've been around for a minute. There's a lot of companies around for years that are doing fraud. That's We've different, worked for though. some. Yeah, but that's different, though. They're still in business. That's different. Me and Juan worked for one that was, oof, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Don't even say that name. And they st- they definitely still in business, you know what I mean? Like... They changed the stickers outside the doors and kept it moving. You know, like, mm-hmm. but anyway, <laughs> all right. So go ahead. What do you want to talk about? Uh, not farmers markets. Not farmers markets. We gonna talk about food all day. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to lose weight here. Talk about yeah, good stuff. Yeah, me too, man. Man, my clothes are getting a little snug. I'm about to start running. Y'all gotta start drinking the fizzle. Calling this shit the fizzle right here. How you gonna give another man's invention a name? It's not his invention because I didn't put everything in it, Mikey. Now yeah, he, my he, re, he remixed his recipe, okay? Now yep. what? See, now I named it. Go. That was my shit. Now I'm copywriting it. You want to use it? You got to pay me for it, yo. So might no, be able no, to put it in the I don't want to see you making that salsa. <laughs> Sell it in the farmer's <laughs> market, yo. Last week, we were not here. Um, Mikey was away on vacation. I was uh, not up to the task of waking up at 7.30 in the morning. Thanks to the uh, holiday party. It's a good time. Good time. Looked like a good time. It was. I mean, at it, it could. At least for you and Jen, everybody else is sitting in the seat. Yeah, I mean, the, the DJ, the DJ, the DJ was kind of shitty. I ain't gonna lie. So every 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 time some people start getting up to dance and get moving, he changes talk. I'm like, yo, this has to be the worst DJ on the planet. Yeah, that's like, one I, thing like, I did hear from everybody. Like you can't, you got. <laughs> if you're a DJ, your job is to keep that crowd going, keep them dancing. You see a vibe going, you keep, you know, you keep, you roll with it. You don't. Stopped it abruptly and they switch gears because you you feel like playing a different fucking song. Was it the little short guy with with the with the shaved head? I don't fucking know who it was. I wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, we didn't we didn't even sit in the right place. Like we went there and there was an empty table. I guess they had like an extra table and they threw it off to the side and that's where we migrated to. So when the food came out, we had no utensils, no napkins, no soda, no water, no nothing because that table that we were at wasn't really supposed to be like a table to sit. You know, yeah, it so. sounds like something you guys would do. <laughs> I wish people could see my face right now. I can't I really even see your face because I'm upstairs getting my coffee. 
<clears throat> I'm just saying, it sounds like something you guys would do, bro. Like a little bit of a dig right there. I don't know. But it was, it was. We had a, we had a good time. Like, you know, we danced, a knife. danced a little. A little, got, y'all was got, tearing the floor up, huh? Yeah, but I mean, it was, it was only a few songs. Like, it, it was only a, like a short little section. Like, I want to say a good maybe like 15 minutes, if that. Yo, when I got off the floor, I was like, I couldn't, I was dying. I was like, yeah, I can't breathe, yo. This is, <laughs> now I know why I don't dance. They were doing like that. Uh, the, everybody clap your hands. Oh, I love that song. Like that one, they're doing the, I, I want to say the electric slide, but I don't know. I don't remember what it was, if we were dancing. I don't know. Yeah, I think they did that. I saw a video of that. Yeah, so that. Yeah. I would have everybody, Everybody's going. idea of a Christmas miracle that was going to happen from that, from me and my wife hanging out, it, it's not, it's not going to happen. That's not, that's not, it wasn't really the idea of the situation. So. Um, it was good to see y'all having a good time together, at least. Yeah. That, that was at least cool. that's what it looked like. Yeah, no, we did, we did, we did. But I mean, ain't nothing changed with a dollar in the range, you know. What I mean, we got back and shit was still the same way it was, you know. So, but I did, I, I did over the last few days. I realized like I'm gonna stop putting energy into shit that don't, you know. I don't even know if I want to get into this on here. So don't get into it. I'm not. I'm not. You know what? We can't get into yo. I, I don't know. I I really don't know what to make of this. I don't. I don't know what this is saying. But it, it's definitely saying something. We had uh, recently did the the year in review for the podcast. And our biggest episode was the episode that I spoke about me and my wife splitting up. That episode had 325% more streams than the average episode. That week that that episode was out, we had 121 more listeners than any uh, than our average week. You said 121? percent more listeners oh percent more yeah let's say yeah so we got we we got 78 percent of the listeners that are in our our group discovered us this year in 2022 so from that episode i'm assuming that's where most of our stuff came from 33 percent of the people that are our followers right now and listening to the podcast 33 percent started from that episode so again Damn. i don't know what that's saying <laughs> but that's saying something people like misery that's one way to spin it it's possible you know but my thing is you know like i guess that's a silver lining right you know what i mean like i guess you know a bad situation nah, turned out I to think, be because a, a lot situation. of people could relate people are, are drawn to things that they relate to things that they're going through you know a lot of times you don't know what people are dealing with because people aren't always open about it so that might have been something that resonated with a lot of people because they may have been going through the same thing well apparently it did to have that spike like that in numbers and we also had our most plays in a day you know but that wasn't that doesn't do it this week that was back in like, <coughs> november we had uh 92 plays in a day which are it's the highest our highest before that was like 72 which is pretty cool but anyway y'all don't want to bore everybody with uh boring analytics i just thought it was interesting that our biggest episode was the one I opened up and spoke about my, me and my wife splitting up, and then to have those numbers the way they were is insane. You know, I, I don't know if uh, that's, that's, that's not boring. Anyway, <laughs> you're right tonight, bro. Oh, I'm a, I'm a mess, man. I'm tired. Yeah, but I say you seem like you're out of it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm out of it because of the fact of what we talked about earlier. I, I, I I'm just. I've been extremely, uh, I don't know how to say it, like, I feel like I've been putting a lot of my energy where it shouldn't have been going, and I kind of realized that, so I'm exhausted from that, and uh, just the realization of that kind of got me in a, in a 
in a funky kind of way. Yeah, but I don't think it's in the in the wrong. And anything you're working towards at the moment, whether it comes to the way you want it to come or not, I would never see it as uh, a waste of energy or or putting your energy into something that was a waste. It's not really what it's what it's about. You know, I I speak about that many times about you know just doing things. Cause it's, it's what you want to do at the moment for whatever the reason is uh, without expecting a particular outcome to come out of it. So, I mean, I understand what you mean, but really at the end of the day, it's not a, a waste of energy and it's not necessarily putting it into the wrong things. It's putting it into what you wanted to put it in at that moment. And now that, you know, time has passed, you realize you no longer want to put it in that area. You know what I mean? And that goes with anything in life. You know, that's like... <clears throat> I get what you're you saying, because at the time that I was putting that energy in it, that was what I felt, so it couldn't yeah. have been wrong. I mean, that's like because... that's like you saying, like, oh, you know, I, I wasted 20 years of my life being a mechanic. I you did. know, going to school, doing this, doing... No, you did. didn't, because at the time, <laughs> that's what you wanted to do. So you put your energy into it. You made a decision. You worked towards it. You got certain distance down the road and you're like you know what i don't think i want this anymore at the bare minimum you learn something about yourself you learn that you really don't want this right so was it a waste no it wasn't a waste it was energy that was used to learn more about yourself and about the world around you so to me you know if, if you're doing it because it's what you want at the time it's not a, it's not a waste of energy just you know I, I, a way I to reframe like, things well and i think you know we talked about that a lot in here that's you know the whole idea is you know, reframing the way we think about things and which is funny because I was watching this thing on Netflix called uh, Take Your Pills. And uh, the one that I was watching was about uh, Xanax and it was talking about people living with anxiety. And it shows like the different um, people, how, like how Xanax affects people differently. It had a girl that was taking, you know, low dosages and using it to get through life and was, you know, had no problems. She wasn't abusing it. Another guy who was on it for so long that he he's had a hard time tapering off of it. Then when he stopped doing it, he started getting like side effects and withdrawal. So he had to do some weird thing where he puts it in water to dilute it. And it was fucking weird. Um, you know, but it showed all the different avenues of how, you know, how this can help people, how it can hurt people, you know, how it can be positive for people, you know, not trying to paint the, a picture either way. Just saying like that this is what this drug does and this is how it affects different people. And um, one of the people in there were talking about one of the, the doctors was saying that they felt. <clears throat> that Xanax can be helpful for some people and can be damaging for other people, but that the real thing is to learn about, you know, the anxieties and the reason why you need, and like how we said here lots of times, you know, like we people don't really try to fix the problem. They try to just make it go away. You know what I mean? So the taking the pills does make the anxiety go away, but at the end of the day, you still got to figure out, you know, and that's what the doctor was saying. Like, you got to figure out what is, what what are your triggers, you know, how to, so how you can live with it. You know, and that's like, that's how I did, you know, I, I basically, you know, the more we sat here and learned about stuff, kind of understanding where the anxiety comes from and how to avoid those situations, or if I can't avoid those situations, how to handle them a little differently. And a lot of it goes to like how we talked about just now is the way we perceive things and think about things and, you know, the way we look at things to change perspectives of the way we do things, certain uh, habits that we got to create to help alleviate these things that cause the anxiety. So I thought that was pretty cool to see like experts sitting there talking about shit that we've been talking about. And it's like, wow, I guess, I guess we're not, we might actually know what the fuck we're talking about. But again, I think like we talked about before, for us, it comes from just 
trying shit and figuring it out. You know, we don't, we don't, you know, made a lot of mistakes to uh, get here where where we at. <laughs> yeah. Took a lot of mistakes, <clears throat> but it was cool to see that that they were, you know, talking the same shit that we was talking, and they're paid professionals with all fancy letters in their names, and uh, they said the <laughs> same shit. You know, you got to figure out where it comes from and learn how to live with it and work with it. You know, yeah. and sometimes medicine is needed for that. You know, it's not sometimes it can't just be done with a little talking. You need a combination of both. One thing I realized the other day, because um, I was talking with your daughter actually at our mom's house the one night, she had this freaking sticker on some bag and she was fighting to get it off, you know, and blame it on, you know, OCD and this, that, and the other. And I said, you know, not for nothing. I said, but how was, how was it that I worded it? Well, because she was, I think she was trying to like, like jokingly, but saying, oh, you know, I got this because of, you know, the the family, you know, because the family has this and that. And I said, you know, not for nothing. I said, but I've struggled with very similar things for a good portion of my life. I mean, for a long time with my toolbox, my wrenches had to be a certain way. And if they weren't a certain way, it would bother me. And I would sit there and make sure every wrench was a certain way. And the way I combated that was I just started putting them in wrong on purpose and leaving it. And at the time, I didn't realize it till I was talking with your daughter. And I said, you know, I think what a lot of people's issues are, it's not so much, you know, that they they have to do things a certain way. Like, you know, it's not so much that she had to get that sticker off. Is that they don't want to feel the discomfort from not getting that sticker off, right? So it's not really the sticker, but it's when you walk away and you leave the sticker on there, what's going to happen is you're going to get a little uncomfortable. You're going to feel a little uneasy. You're going to think about that sticker. Your heart rate's going to elevate a little bit. That's what you don't want. So it's not that it's the, it's the sticker that's bothering you. It's learning to be okay with, yeah, you know what? I feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I feel a little tense. But it's going to pass eventually, you know. Maybe not soon. Maybe it might take a while to pass. But as you start, and, and it's just something that I, I preach about all the time. It's like being okay with being uncomfortable. You know, a lot of times people just kind of, um associate that with exercise right like get used to being uncomfortable right get used to running and feeling like you're gonna throw up like but it, it's just, it goes deeper than that like that that sense of being uncomfortable goes through like everything in life because because everything in life there's a comfort zone for everything right so like taking that sticker off made her un- made her comfortable so now she no longer had to think about the sticker now she could think about something else but what did it really change nothing but you leave that sticker on and you learn to sit with that discomfort and then so on and so forth for every area of your life. And all of a sudden you realize that, you know, what? Yeah, life is really uncomfortable and life isn't all that great sometimes. But it's OK. I could deal with it. Right. I mean, that's just my take on it. You know, and I, I kind of, you know, I, like I said, I said that to her that night and it kind of hit me. I was like, you know, that kind of made a lot of sense. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, like I said, that's what it boils down to. Is, is learning to be uncomfortable, you know? And like I said, a lot of times people see that, hear that, and they right away think fitness, but it, it goes deeper than that, at least for me. Like a lot of things I just do um, to do it. Like like I said, with putting my wrenches in the, in the wrong position, you know, I, I purposely to try to break myself out of things. Like there, there's so many things that I've done to sound like trial and error type stuff, and then I'll listen to something or I'll read something and it's like it's an actual thing. Like there's people that actually went and studied and like, yeah, no, this is what you have to do and this is why you do it. I just kind of do things because at the time I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Seems like a good and idea. Then, 
and then I don't even think nothing of it. You know, I don't even think to share it. I just I just kind of do it and then move on to the next thing, you know? Well, that's what I'm saying when I was watching that thing on Netflix and hearing them talk about the stuff that we were talking about. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, we, just, we got there through trial and error. You know what I mean? Like, so it's pretty cool that, you know, our, our experiments of trying to live life, uh, you know, seems to be uh, in the right direction, I guess you could say. I mean, the show itself was cool, like, because it had a lot of information as far as anxiety and stuff like that. A lot of insightful stuff. They have another one about Adderall and ADHD. I haven't got to watch it yet, though. That's next on my list. And that's another thing, too. They were talking, the girls talking, one of the girls in that uh, Xanax uh, movie, they were, she was talking about how, like, people abuse it. And then she's like, you know, when I take it, I just kind of take it to feel normal. And I can relate to that because I know when I would take it, that's why I took it. They would like, you know, chill me the fuck out, calm me down, you know. I mean, I didn't have a problem. I wasn't addicted to it. I just didn't want to be, because I realized that was because I was coming very dependent on the fact of like, whenever I would feel like that anxiety coming out, because that, that's the beauty about that is that it works so quick. Like you take it within a few minutes, it's like, oh, okay, fuck it. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's fast acting. You know, it's not like one of some of these other drugs where you got to take them, you know, every day and build up this, you know, inside of you to get moving the way it has to go. Like that thing, you know, you start feeling that that little tingle and, oh, man, here it's coming. You pop one in there within a few minutes. It's like, oh, okay, whew. Okay, we avoided that situation, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I'd be, be, um, you know, sometimes I'd be getting... I don't know if it's anxiety attack, panic attacks, or having a heart attack, but there's times that I I feel like there's def- definitely something. You know, for for a while, I want to say a few years ago, like almost every night, my uh, my heart rate would be all wacky and accelerated. I just kind of attributed it to it's probably something I ate, so I just kind of you know I noticed it and I just kind of sat with it. But I'd be yeah. thinking sometimes too, like maybe maybe you know I suffer from that as well, but. Like I said, I've gotten to the point of just sitting in the discomfort that a lot of times I just kind of, you know, do my basic checks, you know, I'm be like, right, so everybody I love is safe. You know, I, I feel aside from, from the thing going on in my heart, I, I feel okay. I'm breathing normal. I can move around. So I, I guess, you know, whatever, let it pass. But I don't know. I don't know. The I'm, thing I'm is, a gam- too, is, I'm a is get, man, getting you know? to uh, understand our bodies as we age, our, our bodies, our physical, you know, physically we change. You know, a lot of people just, you know, we, we change physically. Like, you can see our appearance. But I think what, what goes on inside of us is changing as well. You know, different things. Like, things don't feel the same way as they did in the past. You know what I mean? Like, I'm having a hard time explaining it. But, like, I... No, it does. Stop everything, you know, everything... Uh, what is that? <clears throat> um, or I guess degenerates, right? Am I, is that, am I using yeah. the right word? Everything breaks down over time. I mean, as we go older, as men, we don't produce as much as testosterone. I mean, there's a reason why when we go in to play Call of Duty and we play against kids like Devin and they fucking light our asses up. Like, it, it's scientifically proven the way the reflexes slow down, the way the reaction times is different. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know what I mean? Like, people don't people only think about the, the way shit changes, like, in, like, in the NBA or the NFL, right? Like Kobe being, you know, in his 30s playing against 23 year olds, how much of a difference that makes. But that makes a difference playing Call of Duty as well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the reflexes, <clears throat> it, everything is just faster. Yeah, that's what, I mean, you think people out here, old people out here moving slow because they want to move that slow? Because they moving slow because they ain't got no more, they ain't, they ain't got nowhere to go? Nah, they moving slow because they body, <laughs> body like, yo, telling us fuck out, yo. Fast. Like, don't be moving <laughs> this shit too fast, yo. He turned to dust. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's, it's saying, fucking life, man. Fast right now, we got this. Your body's like, mm-mm. Yeah. Right. No, sir. 
and it's crazy to think about it, right? Like that's that's what we were shooting for, right? That's the idea. It's like I want to grow old. Do we? Do we really want to grow old? Well, it's all about adapting and being able to enjoy things differently. You see, but that that's my thing. Like, and this is gonna sound so shitty, but I like how much can you enjoy when you get that old? A lot. Like the, does sex even work the same way? Like, can you still, you know? But that's but that's what I'm saying, right? So look, all right. So this this is my thing, right? So, and I never realized this, right? I've always said about myself, right, that I, I don't like kids, right? You've you've probably heard me say it, Nick, many times, you know, and even mom at some point was worried about when I would have kids, how I would be. But I do a lot of volunteering with the school, and I did the um, Scholastic Book Fair this uh like two weeks ago and seeing these kids like run up to the books get excited by the books right like that is like you don't see a grown-ass man going to a bookstore like, oh i know exactly what i want grab the book do i got enough of this yeah you do oh yeah i got enough of this book and you Maybe know you like, haven't seen me in a comic book store <laughs> but i'm saying in general I know, I like, I'm just every around. kid that came to that book fair had this look of wonder and excitement in their eyes. And I loved it. And I started thinking back, like when I worked at McDonald's and I would hand the kids the Happy Meals, or I worked at A&P and I had the display of the cookies, even though my boss was like, why are you putting a big display of cookies? Ain't nobody gonna buy them. I said, cause the kids like to see them this time of year. Whether they buy them or not, it makes them happy when they walk past it. And I'm like, shit, I've always loved kids. I've always loved to see kids happy. I've always loved that, like, sense of amusement and excitement of the world when you're a kid right then once you get to you know our age not you know i'm gonna skip over like the whole middle 18 to whatever you know because i mean that has its own uh, 25 demographic yeah i mean that has its own excitement you know that i don't think that needs to be really spoken about (laughs) and then you know you get to our age and yeah we're not getting excited about books but we're getting excited about providing for our families doing the things that are right you know maybe we're joining a men's league like i did or, or you know we do a couple of 5k runs or whatever it is but at every stage what i'm trying to get at every stage of something did you ever see an old man sitting on a park bench looking at ducks looking happy as hell just watching the world go by oh but my man you can't compare watching ducks to clapping cheeks bro but what like i'm saying <laughs> but what i'm saying is do you got time right now like legitimate time can you just go sit on a park bench and watch ducks for three hours no, no, but you I can't. wouldn't want to. You can't. I wouldn't want to. You don't either. know that. You don't know that because no. you haven't done it. Maybe for like 30 minutes, but not no three hours. I'm just saying, man, <laughs> just there, there's different things that you're able to appreciate based on your level of like where you are in life. But That's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, like I every get that. level, but there's certain you things get in to life enjoy that something different wanna, that you can't. There's certain things in life that you want to enjoy, and clapping cheeks is one of them. And I'm not yes. talking in the Call of Duty sense, you know what I mean? And well, in the Call of Duty sense too, you know, it's like mm. when you get older, shit changes. Like right now, we're having a hard time. Imagine how we're going to be playing Call of Duty in our 80s. We're going to be getting lit the fuck up. It's, it's going to be pointless to even play Call of Duty now. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm trying to get my point across. You guys ain't catching it, but I'm not. I'm not I'm, understanding because that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't the, the like point, that. I is, mean, the, your point applies to you, but it doesn't apply to everybody. Not, no, not everybody I'm just using a, to do that. Yeah, but I'm not like, saying that like old men that. just sit around and, and watch ducks. I'm just saying like there's there's that you find other avenues to 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 make up those holes in your life, basically. Is what you're saying? Yeah, you find other things that you wouldn't be able to do 
at other stages of your life because of responsibility. Right, like as an adult, one of the joys we have is if I see, like, you know what, I want a pair of sneakers, I get my ass up, I go buy my sneakers, that brings me joy. A little kid don't know that joy. A little kid got to ask for the sneakers and hope his parents say yes. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, the kids have that 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 wonder of the world, but they don't have the ability to just get up and do whatever they want. Once we get to ours, we could get up and do whatever we want. But let's say, perfect example, lately, I really don't want to work. Like, I 100%. Don't want to work. Every morning I wake up and I go to work, I'm like, yo, I hate that I have to go to work. Guess what? One morning I'm going to be able to wake up and be like, you know what? I don't have to go to work. I don't got to go to work. Like, I could wake up, grab a book, go for a walk. I could do whatever I want because I'm not working. You can't have that type of joy right now. You may be able to have, well, I don't got to work this weekend. I don't got to work these three days. But at one point, you're going to be able to wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning and decide whatever it is you want to do. It's your day. Whatever it is, 100%. Whatever you want to do is going to be your decision. That's one of the joys you get when you reach a certain age. Yeah, maybe you can't clap cheeks. But you can wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning and go over to your significant other and be like, hey, would you like a cup of coffee? And you get to go downstairs and make coffee and sit with your significant other at the kitchen table drinking coffee without a care in the world. Not looking at your watch like, listen, uh, I got to run. I got to get to work. We'll finish this later. No, you just get to sit there. And drink your coffee. Or if you want to sleep until 11 o'clock and wake up and have brunch, you could do that too. So it's not just about sitting and watching ducks. What I'm saying is at each stage of life, there's something you can enjoy that you can't enjoy in any other stage of life. And the the key is finding what that is in the stage you're in. That's what I'm trying to get at. Maybe the ducks was a bad analogy because not everybody wants to sit and watch ducks. Not everybody wants to sit and read. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, each stage has its own joy that could only be felt truly in that stage. We're never going to have the, the wonder and excitement that we had as kids. It has to do with stages. It has to do with the person. It goes back to the no, person. I, I get what Mikey's saying, though, because, like, I, yeah, I mean, I guess we, I get what you're saying, you know. I get what you're saying. Because there's certain things that you don't, you just don't understand those those things in life at certain points. Like, you don't understand the... I mean, even now, like, I mean, when we were kids, we didn't understand what we had as far as the ability to just, you know, love everything and hang out and do that shit. And then it was gone and it was on to the next thing. You know what I mean? And then we got, we were in high school and then it was that it wasn't the same playing with toys. It was, you know, hanging out with your friends. So at each stage, you, you know, I, I get what you're saying. It's different. It's different. Well, that's part of life, bro. That's part of life, isn't it? You grow, yeah, you go through stages and, you know, it's part of life. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. Well, a lot of times what leads to the misery is people not accepting the stage that they're in. Yes, I it's, agree. It's, it's grown-ass men wanting because to still wanna, be kids. Yes. We still want you know, to be in their it's, 30s. It's, still it's really be, old mean, men wanting to be like they were in their 30s. You know, it's like yeah, that's where the, the, the disconnect is. You, you don't want to let go of those ideas of how you were. I could, I, I used to be able to do this, and I want to still do this. That's how I am with the skating right now. I'm skating, you know, I'm in my, 30, my 40s. That's 30s. I wish I was in my 30s. I'm in my 40s, and I'm out here skating, and I wanted to be like when I was in my 20s, and then I get upset when I can't spin the way I used to and throw my body the way I used to and... And but it's if the you lack just of accept, not letting that I gotta do it differently the, the now. Lim- exactly. If you accept that, I gotta skate differently. I can you still can do still, it, but I gotta do it differently. You can still have that enjoyment that you had, but now it's it's different. You know, and I mean that's how you see with these athletes and, and actors and everybody that have these yeah. extremely long careers. It's not because they're so damn gifted, it's because they realize like, okay, I don't have this no more, but maybe I can do this. 
you know, and then they do that. And it's like, oh, yeah, I could. So I could still continue to do this. I just have to adjust the way I do it. But it's about realizing the stage you're in and what you're capable of and finding your joy in that. Yeah, I don't even know how we got here. Because we were talking about how our bodies deteriorate and you were like, why oh, would everybody yeah. want to get old? Yes, that's what I'm right. trying to say. It just, it, it's realizing different joys in each stage. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are, I mean, there are perks to getting old. You know, you see these old couples together and like we talked about in the park, you know, really old walking around. It's like, damn, I want that, you know. And now I'm looking at it like, damn, I, I ain't gonna have that. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah, I think I do know that. Anyway, anyway. I, 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 hopefully we have at least a 30 minute episode here because I know we can't use the first 30 minutes of this uh, farmer's market podcast. <laughs> I mean, farm might not wrong with the farmer's market, man. Yeah. Anyway, I got to go get ready for class. Yeah, so we're going to hopefully everybody enjoyed this really, really short, 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 short podcast today. <laughs> like we say every week, the most valuable thing you give anybody is your time. And we appreciate everybody that gave their time to sit down and listen to us talk today and uh to next week stay up stay blessed stay weird love y'all peace peace peace